So the moral the moral of the story is don't own a house. That's the moral of the story. It's just been yeah. That's and why we've if been you gone. Do marry someone who knows how to take care of that stuff. Because these guys who come in, contractors and plumbers and termite guys, they're all a bunch of liars <laughs> and you can't trust them. So you gotta do your own stuff. Ivy. Now that's the thing that drove me crazy. We had the realtor who sold us the house uh-huh. said, okay, I can get you in two different inspectors. One inspector is really laid back and he's kind of chill. The other mm-hmm. inspector though, you know, he's a lot more hard ass. He'll look at everything that he like, he'll scare you into not buying the house. I said, no, I want the second one. I want, I want. Yeah. Yeah. One. That's exactly what I want. And don't, don't yell into the mic. I'm so, uh, oh, did I yell? <laughs> I got so excited. It's like, <laughs> uh, and I said, I want the second one. I want to know all the bad things, all the th- secret things. And he right. came in and he's like, okay, well, I didn't really find anything bad. So, you know, buy the house. And then, and then over the course of years, it's like, turned out that he saw absolutely nothing. He was, comp- he was like a blind man who didn't see any of the very, what became very obvious problems to see. Oh my God. But you can't trust anyone. Yeah. Well, they built but, this house up from the ground and, but it's been sitting here. Through social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have discovered that there are some good inspectors out there who really go through it with a fine tooth comb and find all the problems. Oh, God. So the funny thing, though, you say was, so you bought it. Was it, did your parents buy it? Yeah, yeah that's right. Your parents yeah, bought we, it Yeah, we, we took pictures it, of it. It, it. it was a new build. Man, that yeah. must be even worse, though, living through a house that just you buy new. So you think, wow, it's brand new. They must be using great stuff. And, and you know, there's no problems. And then just slowly watch it crumble. Well, yeah, we've been watching it crumble for like the last, I'd say, 10 years. But they bought it new, like, when, 1970? And the foundation was already laid. Like, the person who had decided on this floor plan or however uh. they laid this out, backed out and didn't move from Connecticut or whatever. And so <clears throat> they liked it. And so we had pictures of me, like, this little wee thing, you know, in the backyard and, like, running around and, you know, all the phases of the build. It was quite exciting. Yeah, oh, here's the thing. Other 50-year-old things like me, I'm not mm-hmm. falling apart. I mean, like my my heart, my my plumbing systems, like, you know, my urinary tract isn't falling out. My heart isn't falling out. My lungs aren't coming apart. I know. Well, so if I can if I can hold up for fifty years, certainly a house can. Come on. I know. Well, the, the you know, but in the seventies they used the aluminum wiring, which I had replaced because that failed. And then now they had put everything under the slab, and I thought we were good to go with the copper pipe. Evidently not so. After fifty years, like the shit is crumbling, making pinhole leaks. I had to have the sewer line replaced, the galvanized p- pipe, which we knew was going to go. That's been my biggest fear for years. And I wanted to move out before all that stuff happened, and and we didn't. And <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like it's just. Oh yeah, I have no kitchen. We had yeah yeah. I said for Thanksgiving I had a trench in my kitchen. That's what I had. You know, nothing like jackhammering up like your investment, and then throwing money down the money pit. I said I feel like I'm in a Tom Hanks movie. It's yeah. ridiculous. Okay, so we wanted a light episode. Yeah, because... I, yeah. We need a light episode after this. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Um, construction hell again and so you know we're not starting off light but but <laughs> what was going to be worse than all this it was we got we got sidetracked by looking at all this performance art yes yes you yes know, the, the queen dom of of uh of performance art i don't remember her name um abramovic from way back marina. in the 70s thank you so much marina abramovic marina yeah. but mm-hmm. i i couldn't i couldn't deal with it i I, you know, I wrote a couple articles and it just kept getting worse and worse and heavier and heavier and so we're not going to do that today no let's not do that today no. But I, I kind of want to say though, obviously I'm down on performance. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. understand it. I don't think it's real art. Uh oh, mm-hmm. there I said it. Uh oh, 
unpopular opinion. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to start off. That's how you get the kids in, you know, on your reels and whatnot. <laughs> uh, it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to get a lot of hate and people are going to unsubscribe. It's like, yeah, whatever. You're doing it just to get more views. Make me. Right. Of course, it doesn't work for us. We just keep losing listeners. Um, are we? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. They're, I'm sure they're still there. Why wouldn't they be? Anyway, <laughs> I cut that out because that was dumb. No, that's funny. Sure. Okay, go ahead. So Abramovitz, you're well, just. Well, no, but, but performance art, one of the problems with art in general, right, is that it's so porous. There are no real borders. It's what's the definition of art? People can sneak in whatever they want because, you know, you say, well, that is an art. But then later you find someone who does something great in that field and then it becomes art. Right. So it's it's really easy to sneak in stuff. And that's the performance art. You can't. It's even less defined. It is less defined. So it's easy. It's e even easier to sneak stuff in. And I think the entire field of performance art is snuck in because it's but it's kind of sits between like real art. I'm making, I'm saying that what real art is like art that has impact film and paintings and mm -hmm. sculpture and things that, that can have an emotional impact. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have what in the, in the old days would have called been called performance art acting and, and singing and music making and stuff like that. But what performance artists day tries to sit in between them. It's like a person doing a thing. It's not sculpting. It's not acting. It's something in between. It's like, yeah, no, that's all bullshit. We have terms for that. If you, if you doesn't fall into the category of one of mm -hmm. these categories, it's bullshit. We, you know, because we've been doing this for tens of thousands of years now. Mm -hmm. We know what we're talking about. And if you're trying to make something new, you probably failed because, again, nothing is new under the sun. And if it's not something we've seen before, I mean, let's be honest. It's it's a, it's a con job. So you think performance art is a con job? And and absolutely, hundred okay. <laughs> percent. I say that, but I should say 99%. There are probably some things out there that fall in between mm -hmm. conventional acting mm -hmm. and professional music making mm -hmm. and and professional or con uh, you know, standard kind of painting and, and sculpting. And There's probably something out there. Right. But we've created these these slots mm -hmm. of, of things you can make because that's how, we, that's how we're built as humans. So if you're trying to find a new slot, you know, it's probably going to be a scam. Yeah. Or a weak slot. Well then no no one would be paying attention to it. True. Right? Yeah, like but with the performance art, and I read, you know, all those, you know, things, and I have been familiar with her work. And I always felt that some of the stuff, it just seems to like go to like, like kind of a negative place in a way, like exposing people for the animals we are, essentially. And it's like, does all perform, isn't there happy performance art? I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's a good, that's actually a good point. Um, another point to the, performance art is there's not much of it that's all that playful it always tries to be really serious really heavy really heavy and you, you in the performance you can have heavy stuff obviously but you it, it should it should be able to express a range right and when you go to the movies you can go and watch a movie like uh barry linden i think that was the name of the movie uh kubrick film like super heavy mm -hmm. films like really really heavy or you can go and watch something like uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right. Now, I wouldn't consider that great art, but it's... Well, it's, it's a diversion. Genre, it's a diversion to me, you know. Within the genre, mm -hmm. it's, it's you know, a little lighter mm -hmm. than Barry Lyndon. Right. And it still had kind of a subtle message. But like getting back, like when I was reading that, I kept going back to that. Is, what? Hang on. Is a subtle message not to leave your Ferrari in a parking garage? I think the subtle message was like, just live in the moment. And if you're young, enjoy it. I, I know the Ferrari. Jesus, that was okay. crazy. Okay. Right. But anyway, you know, I kind of kept going back to like our, our first podcast 
Was mm-hmm. it our first podcast? And I talked about that I bear. Know. I don't know what you're talking about. It was about. like free, oh, hug, free bear. hug bear. Yeah. Oh, and that was Christ. like, um, and that, that whole installation, Can... you know, from like the guy greeting us in a Furby suit, a furry suit, and then seeing actual artwork and then the movie. And it, but the whole thing, it seemed playful. And even to this day, I was so sad when that bear got in the space rocket. It was like this amalgam of, of performance art and art, art or, or whatever, you know, graphic stuff, whatever, and then m- movies. And it really made me sad. And then the bear was gone. Like when we walked out, you know, the guy in the furry suit was gone because he went up in the, the rocket. Well, you felt something. I did feel something, but it's so it's still to this day, that had to be 12 years ago. It still depresses me. Icky, icky, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Even if it looks playful on the outside, it wasn't playful. Now, I don't even it, know why. Press you. Does it Does it have any redeeming value? Because it can be sad. Something can be sad. Like Barry Lyndon is a sad film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's deeply depressing, but it's it, there's a bittersweetness to it because it's life. It's like you see this guy's life and how he's kind of ruined his own life. But the takeaway is, you know, you like I said, it's kind of bittersweet. There's something beautiful about it. I don't know. Is there anything beautiful about Free Hug Bear? No. Who is still on our, our shop, by the way. Oh, Free Hug Bear. So I've added some more stuff, though. I've been oh, really? just polluting our store with my own nonsense. Good, good. Do it. Yeah. My own AI-generated nonsense. Okay. This is my new thing. I, I do an AI-generated image, mm-hmm. but they're not high enough resolution mm-hmm. to print. Please. I mean, I'm sure everyone else on Etsy is doing that now. Mm-hmm. They're just doing AI generations, and they're printing them, and they don't care that they're low resolution. I do mm-hmm. care. I don't know why, because no one buys my stuff, but I don't know why. But <laughs> So I spent hours converting it to vector and then like tweaking the vector, like hours and hours and hours. Oh, my doing God. Stuff. I'm sure no one ever notices, but uh, I kind of, I like just pushing vectors around and the vector is just shapes, shapes and colors. And there are images like that. I did one. I, I decided I, I think we needed a Christmas cat. So I did a cat portrait wrapped in a wreath. Oh, nice. I'll have yes, to check out our store. I've, I've been kind of consumed with, fidgeting with that. I've been consumed with plumbing issues. Well, there's no reason to have looked at our store because you didn't know that I was messing around. I didn't. With it That's fine though. Scenes. I'm glad. BTS so, behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Didn't they all go into the military? Half of them are there. A couple of them. Uh, right. I thought. I thought the other. I, I could swear I just saw an article last week that said the other four members were going to the. Yeah, military. they should be going. <laughs> should be going. Because they're almost what thirteen now. They're almost thirty. Oh sure, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And they're all they're all men because I couldn't. Tell. Yeah, they're all men. Anyway, okay. stop. <laughs> Uh, what was I talking about? Um, behind oh, right. the scenes the, the of our light, yeah. the light topics we had mm-hmm, this this mm-hmm. was artificial intelligence and how it's not going to destroy the human race, right? Yay. No, it probably will. It probably you think will. it will. It, no, I don't know. It's just it's just funny. It was a it was a big week last week because <laughs> <laughs> it starts with this guy named Altman who's writing who I'm sorry who's running one of the biggest names in AI that's right now is OpenAI, right? Which was founded by Musk and mm-hmm. this Altman guy, who you know Altman is from. Um, you know, he's he's a start. He's a he's a tech bro, startup guy. He's a known quantity, mm-hmm. and he's this is you know being in technology. This is what he does. The board of directors from OpenAI, which is a nonprofit somehow, mm-hmm. fired him. Right within a day, Microsoft hired him. Within a couple of days after that, um, he got unfired from OpenAI, AI, so he got rehired basically. So he's back at OpenAI. Right. It was kind of a stunning week. I was half following that story. I figured he'd go back. It just seemed like he'd go back. I that has never happened. That just doesn't happen. You don't go. You, you don't go if back. If you get fired, 
you don't go back. Did they and fire him or was it a vote of no confidence? They fired him? No, it was fired. They fired him. Okay. It's like like and it was instant. It was out of out of nowhere. Suddenly, you know, he's on a conference call and they and they say, Oh, um, this call is about we we're gonna fire you now. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You didn't we haven't is there a problem? I mean, do you want to talk about it? No, you're fired. And then his all his stuff with he was locked out of his stuff like within 30 minutes. Ah. So it's like, uh, okay, so they knew what they were doing. No one knows why they fired him because there was nothing aside from being a tech bro, nothing obviously right. bad that he was doing. But I just found the articles about it kind of funny. There was one at um, Axios that at least you know started with the, the what no one has been really bold enough to say, even though it's obvious. It's like can AI be slowed down right. or done safely? And uh, no, it can't. And no, and no one is really trying. They they go to the, they go to Congress and they make these big speeches. And Congress tries to put in laws to make sure that it's done safely. But there's no way to put this on rails. It's not like a car and putting seatbelts in a car, right? Right. You can put the seatbelts in the cars. You can mandate that. You can and you could theoretically put seatbelts, some kind of constraint, into the AI systems. The difference, though, is. In a car, the seatbelt, you, you we are incentivized to use the seatbelts because they keep us alive. Mm-hmm. If you put a seatbelt in an AI system and you use it, it's just going to slow you down, right? Your, your competitor is not going to use it and they're going to win and then your kids aren't going to be able to eat. So there's no incentive to use a seatbelt so in an AI but system. But why can't it be constrained at all? It just can't? Because if you constrain your AI system... Mm-hmm. Either people are going to find workarounds with it or the or your competitor who makes another AI system like, say, China or Iran or whoever's working on these things, they're not going to put the constraints on. And so they're, it, they're going to outpace you mm. because there there's no incentive to use the, the constraint and there's no way to make sure it goes in. Like as a country, we can say all the cars need to have bumpers that have, you know, protect you to five right, miles right. an hour impact. And we can test every single car that comes in this country. And if it doesn't meet our standards, we just say, no, you can't sell it here. You can't do that with AI. There are no borders on mm-hmm. software. And people can't constantly change it. You can, and people do that. Though. I mean, they buy cars and they replace the bumpers, but that's after you've been, it's been bought. And no, most people don't bother with that. But it's not easy, right? And if it's, it's easy, like AI, just to switch to your programs, especially since it's not even installed, you're running everything over a server on the internet. Right. So they can't constrain. And like, do you think Congress even really understands this? Most of them don't. There are a couple of people. Surprisingly enough, there are a couple of people that understand it. And I, I think they realize that there's, I mean, anyone who has half a brain just understands that there's no way to constrain software. It, it moves too fast. And there are, no board, there, are no, there are no borders that we have that can stop software from moving across. When we're importing the cars, we can, we can look at each and every right, one right. of them. You can't do that with software. Right. They're, they're just the borders don't work that way. So it's more of like present moment thing, like what's happening is happening now, and it just keeps now, 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 keeps going on. Is that what you're saying? It just... Buckle up and hope it doesn't go down. Well, if it goes down, what happens? Does everything go down? Buckle up and get ready for the ride because there's no there's no way to stop it. Okay. It's happening, well, as the kids would say. It's happening. Whether you like it or not, it's happening. Let's just keep... You so know, they to... can't turn it off? No. Because there's too much incentive not to. So is it going to take over our lives? I don't know what's going to happen. Oh. No one really knows. Oh. And like I said, this this isn't really this is this isn't really AI, right? It's not really artificial intelligence mm. yet. That's the scary thing. Right. <laughs> Even before we get to AI, this pre-AI stuff, which is just machine learning, mm-hmm. 
uh, this just generative things. It's able to generate mm -hmm. things based on machine learning. Machine learning means it's, it's looked at so many things that it can kind of work out a type of learning on its own, mm -hmm. even though it's very stupid still. Mm -hmm. Like it still can't do basic math, but that's okay. okay. The essential problem with, quote, AI is that it doesn't know when it's wrong or why it's wrong. Like until it knows, can figure out when it when it's made a mistake and can correct, then it, it's not going to be re really that useful. But uh, I thought I thought one of the interesting, really funny things that they said in this mm -hmm. article from Axios, which I agree with entirely until they get to this line, is quote, "The internet didn't get critical mass until the smartphone." I was like, "What? Mm -hmm. What? That was like 2010 when the smartphones really took mm -hmm. off, right?" So are you saying that the internet didn't really exist before then? You might want to talk to Jeff Bezos about that. I think I think Amazon was a thing before that. I think well, you know, well, Pets.com was a thing before that. I think Yahoo was a thing before. Right. I think Google was a thing before that. You but know. they said critical mass. Maybe it wasn't. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I think there is a point there that, like, when you can carry around a little computer in your hand and access anything at any time, that did change the game. It changed the game, but the internet had already. Oh, it had uh, already burgeoned. Society. Yeah, it had already burgeoned. Yeah, it had already, it already stretched its tentacles mm -hmm. into every aspect of our right. lives. Uh, the mobile just pushed it further. Yeah, you know, it, it was did. Kind of the, yeah. the last, the last domino to fall. Right. And it is a significant shift, but you know, the the the, the internet was here and well established before the smartphone took off. Right. I mean, that's why uh, you needed the the internet to be so pervasive for the smartphone to be a thing that was useful to have. Right. Yeah, because yeah, just to have a phone. It would seem, well, I guess we would still use it if that's all we had. I don't know. I rarely use my phone as a phone. I use my phone 90% of <laughs> yeah. the time. If we didn't have smartphones, the internet would still be an absolutely huge right, and massive right, thing. Right. But it wouldn't be in the palm of everyone's hand 100% of their waking moments. We, well, we would have offline versions of it, right? We do, we, you may not remember this, but I don't. as we had that awkward transition from you know desktop computers to mobile platforms, mm -hmm we would download stuff to consume offline. Our music, our podcasts, our news, our maps, all that stuff we could do offline. Right, and we would right. Just, we would have a Palm Pilot and everything would be on our Palm Pilot. Oh, I remember and those, yeah. And we'd, and I don't think it would make that much of a difference if we had if we had to go back to that, right? If we didn't have a mobile internet connection and we had just to download stuff mm -hmm. beforehand because it would just be more seamless. It, you know, it, was, it was an awkward transition, but you could certainly do it. Mm -hmm. And it was it was done. I'm sure Palm Pilot would like to see those days come back because they would, uh, you know, be able to start selling Palm Pilots again. I don't think that's going to happen. I can't see that happening. Why are my dogs barking? Because they're um, unhappy. Do they miss me? They're probably they're probably sensing there's some there's some other catastrophe waiting lurking inside of your house. I know a friend of mine said, "What's next? Is something going to fall out of the sky and go through your ceiling?" I'm like, "Don't well, even put that out there." <laughs> no, that would be that would be a blessing. <laughs> Except if we're here. Yeah, that's only if we're here. Well, just, you know, get out. Hear a big crash, just exit the building. And just, you know, take maybe, maybe, maybe if something hits your house and, and it catches on fire, take a few minutes before you call 911. <laughs> just see, just see if it's real. Oh, my God. If it's only consuming half the house, just wait another minute or two, then call. But do you hear the dogs barking? I don't, thankfully. Oh, um, okay. Good. Yeah, because Zoom is good at filtering out nonsense. Out. I will, I will hear it when I'm doing the editing though, because oh. GarageBand picks up a lot more stuff. Okay, okay. But how do you feel about your relationship with your dogs? Do I you think feel it's like tight. It makes you better. I think it's pretty tight. They make is me feel vital? better. Really? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, that's that's science believes that science says your relationship with your dog is vital. Science shows. I know. It's another Axios article. But it's a big caveat. It does not apply to small dogs. They just make you crazy. No, it applies to small dogs. No, it literally says on my in my notes, does not apply to small dogs. They just make you crazy. Oh, I, I didn't. I think I skipped over that. Well, that's my editorialization of it. Well, they do make me crazy, but they are really good cuddlers. And, you know, I, I think that when, when Buddy died, our little Chihuahua, their last one, and then I was always, you know, I missed him so much. I cried for like ever. And then. I realized that the house was like way cleaner because even those little chihuahua feet track in a lot of dust and dirt and stuff. And then I didn't have to worry about dropping stuff on the floor. And it was like a kind of a, whew, it felt good. Vacation. Yeah. And then um, when I met Chance, I had to take him home. I mean, he's such a mellow dog. I should have stopped there. But I think I was so lonely, as the article said, it helps with loneliness. You know, I just felt like I wanted more and I wanted him to have a friend. I thought he was bored with me. And so now we have the three chihuahuas and they're just like the fuzzy brigade. They're so cute. They run around like together, like one big worm. It's like a, a woolly worm. I know it's like you're rolling your eyes, but they're so damn cute. And I do sleep better. They all sleep with me, like right on me. And it calms me. I feel very loved. I'm very happy. You, know, you could just go to therapy. Well, that works too, but you know, dogs are good. So just you have a good a relationship. Who will cuddle you? <laughs> no, you human. No thanks. Oh. <laughs> Ew to the human. Ew okay, to the human. It. Yeah. Wow. So so um, don't you cuddle with your dog? No, absolutely not. She's filthy. We go running. We play fetch. We you know, we, we fight. She's very happy though. Uh, I think she's pretty happy. She she mopes a lot though when you know we're not giving her attention. But uh, the essential point is humans are social animals, dogs are social mm-hmm, animals. Mm-hmm. So uh, and they have we have evolved to meet our meet each other in the middle. Yes, or they just it's evolved. Yeah, Chihuahuas evolved scientifically to, proven. Yeah, well, Chihuahuas so, evolved to suck your last energy, energy. Yeah, but, and dollars, mm-hmm. oh, money, God. and energy. Yeah, they have to stop eating avocados and things that have the precursor to xylitol. So I can save on vet bills. This is just craziness. Mm. So I love my dogs. Well, at least someone does. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I wouldn't I don't know what I'd do without them. I wish I could get another one, but I don't have the I don't have the money or the cats. string. You just get cats. Yeah, my dad was like, Should we get a cat? And I'm like, I'm allergic <laughs> to cats. Those, it's like no. Not thing. with those little monsters running around. Mm-mm. Maybe if we get a kitten, I'm like, why would you want a cat? Why wouldn't you want a cat? They're awesome. Mm, I don't know. Not if they make you sneeze. Oh, just get over it. Jeez. I know. Get, get over your allergies. Anything else? Yeah. This is old news now. Uh-huh. Old news. But when I was looking for, I wanted to get a Twitter logo. I'm sorry, X logo. I thought this was kind of funny. Uh-huh. Because no one, we are now past the point where I think it's safe to say that no one is calling it X. No Literally one. no one. It's still Twitter. It just has an X logo on on the icon. I heard some someone call it X Twitter the other day. Yeah, that that was a thing, but that didn't like knots. No one says knots for the early two thousands. That didn't catch on. Knots. It's just Twitter. So if you want to get the so so any brand any company they have media resources. Uh huh. So if you if you want to use the Nike logo in your column about Nike or whatever, you can go to their website. You can download it and use the official. Right. Same thing with Twitter or, or Instagram and Meta and all the other things. Google. Right, right. If you want those assets for X, mm-hmm. you don't go to X.com. You go to Twitter.com. 
I, I think it's a good indication that perhaps Musk failed at his rebranding, that he can't even get his own website to serve its content properly. Mm -hmm. In order to get the X logo, you have to go to Twitter.com. That's actually pretty funny. I, I think it sums it up. It does sum it up. And then really old news because, yeah, yeah. you know, this year the iPhone 15 switched from USB-C, I mean, switched from Lightning to USB-C. Right. And uh, it made all the um, Android chuckleheads go mad. And it's like, oh, this oh, it's a big new thing from Apple, right? Oh, they invented USB-C. Because oh, <laughs> they, they lost their minds just going crazy uh -huh. over how stupid, how stupid Apple was for having Lightning for so long. Mm -hmm. And this did give me a little bit of pleasure pointing out to all these morons mm -hmm. that says USB-C is the best thing since sliced bread. Right. Uh, do you know who invented USB-C? Apple. Apple. Now, it's an open consortium, but Apple did literally 99% of the work to create the standard. Mm -hmm. So if you like USB-C, um, you should thank, thank Apple, Apple for that. So what happens to our, our um, lightning phones like mine? It'll just obsolete and then I'll have to... They will burst into flame and uh, <laughs> take your house down with it. Nothing yeah. will happen to it. You just, as long as you have a cable for it, it's fine. Yeah. And I bought another lightning cable. Yes. The, the lightning cables will be around for years. There's no, There will be no shortage of lightning cables. I kind of liked it, but yeah, USB C is a little better. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more more reliable, and it's well. The big thing is it's faster, and th and this is one of the the reasons why they did it now is because the the iPhone is now such a powerful video tool mm -hmm. to, for shooting movies and videos right. and commercials. Couldn't really use it that way with the Lightning port because it was took hours to get the videos off of it because the video files are so big now because they're doing it you know 4K high resolution and it's all super professional level stuff and uh, the lightning spec was designed so long ago that it, it didn't accommodate that so mm. the USB-C has much faster speeds but only on the Pro Max oh I see I just have the Pro the 14 Pro I'm not going to upgrade I'm not going to do anything no you shouldn't there's no reason you know there's no reason unless you start shooting movies no my my phone make you know how they make little movies for you like all of a sudden no, there was like I, a little I, movie. I, no, I'm seriously, I'm talking seriously though. If you started making movies, it would be the cheapest thing you could do to get high quality video. Oh, a 15 Pro? IPhone. Yeah. The Pro Max. They they shot the entire last um, keynote uh, using only iPhones. Oh, wow. Nobody noticed because it was, it's basically a completely professional video movie making machine. Now. Wow. Yeah. If I ever segue into that art form. I'm currently doing assemblage. Well, I'm glad you're doing something. Mm -hmm. It's too bad you don't have a Twitter account to share it with. Oh, Twitter. I Instagram. do have a Twitter account. I can't get in. I have yeah, Instagram. Just, well, yeah, I you, can't you, get into any of it. Well, I can get into you Instagram. Can create new ones, you know. I know. Show the world what you're doing. Share a little bit. Share. Or, you know, print a magazine. Maybe. Just kick it old school. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And walk around, give it, give out your magazine on uh, First Friday. Oh gosh, we need. We should go to First Friday. <sighs> Don't say things like that. I know. I can't even get out of the house to go to the grocery store at this point. Exactly. Oh, speaking. Of, so, if you're, happy, I was going to give you a tip. Okay, what? Just get an air fryer and go buy frozen food from Costco. Then you don't need a kitchen. That's a good. Dump the frozen food into the air fryer. Okay. And eat that way. Okay. Yeah. Because um. Well, yeah. The guy's coming to put new tile down on Wednesday. I have to find new tile that I want. Oh, my God. I just don't want to do one more thing. <laughs> so. Just put down vinyl flooring. Just put it down. Put down vinyl flooring. Do you like that stuff? No, but it's cheap, and you uh, won't bother you when you have to tear it out in a year. I went and got some samples, and I just hated it. 
What, the vinyl or the tiles? The vinyl. It is what it is, but it's cheap and it's easy and, yeah. and you, you won't know, mind well, tearing I it out. I got it at, um, well, one of these, I didn't want to say the name of their business, but it wasn't really any cheaper than the tile. Really? And she's like, it's luxury vinyl. Oh, well, don't get lugs. Just get the, the stuff you that comes in rolls. Oh, the shitty stuff? Yes. Don't, you know what? Don't be fancy. But, uh, if I end up living here for a while, I have to have it be functional. Vinyl is functional. That's about all you can say about it. It's very <laughs> functional. I think that's what we had in this house when we moved in in 1970. Didn't everyone have vinyl? Good enough for the 70s. Good enough for the 20s. 20s. Can you imagine the 20s? I don't have to imagine it. It is what we have now. I know. I was this little tiny thing when we moved in here, and now I'm just this big fat. Oh, good. Like huge person, like spending all my money. I'll go walking. I need to go. Or running. Go running. Sounds good. Baby, baby steps. <laughs> Push ups. Chin ups. Oh God. Easy stuff. Well, someday I will have you over here when I don't have trenches in my kitchen and huge holes in the backyard where they dug up the sewer. And, you know, where the walls aren't torn apart, where they're going to have to put the new inflow piping. I'll let you know. Sure. When it's safe. So is that about it? Uh, it's about it. But also it will only be safe when there are no more chihuahuas. Oh, I don't feel no. safe. I, I don't feel safe around them. They're so cute. You're going to love them. I don't think so. Yes, you will. I'll bring Chance over to see you. God, no. <laughs> He'll be so free to, of Cleo. Good. <laughs> okay, listen, I, I probably should go feed them. Yeah, have fun with that. Okay, I will. Good seeing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Thanks. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about performance art next time, or maybe the time uh, after, maybe like never, but at some uh, point. And we probably said enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm out. <laughs>